Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. Welcome, welcome back to Pretty Scary. Yay, Pretty Scary. Boo! Boo! (laughs) Pretty Scary Boo! Pretty Scary Boo! That's my signature. (laughs) I need to copyright it. Yeah, really, you gotta get on that, Carrie. That's the hook of the show. (laughs) ASAP. ASAP. Oh, speaking of hooks, I'm so excited. Carrie and Caitlin are gonna write a rap for the next show. We need that by Tuesday. Wait, no, you are too. All three of us. I don't. I have to hear how your raps work first, <laughs> Carrie, because my just... wordplay is pretty intricate. First of all, let's be really clear. When we say that Carrie and Caitlin are going to write a rap, for those of you who have joined Pretty Scary because of White Wine True Crime, you're laughing right now because you know what happens. I'm going to spend a week tirelessly writing a very topical rap, and Carrie is going to vow, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll write the hook. It'll be fine. And she's going to come up with it in the elevator on the way up here. And everyone's going to like what she has over what I have. That's how genius works sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like sometimes you just have to push it to the last minute. Yeah. You know. And then I'll also find sound effects because I'm not good at them personally on the, on the World Wide Web. I did one of bacon cooking yeah. and I did Let's another. No, I mean, no, she'll, not no, you don't understand. She'll look up something on YouTube and play it into the microphone. Yeah, after I do oh. my hook, then I'll play it. And I did another song, another hook where it was otter, in, like an otter, an <laughs> otter on the water. And then I would play otter sounds. I do like an otter. I am, I'm an Who otter doesn't? fan. Who doesn't like an otter? They're adorable. They're, they're the cutest. Yeah, and they, they, they swim on their little backs. Have you ever seen when they fall asleep and hold hands? Yes. Fuck, that's great. Or if when they're floating on water and you drop a ball on them, they'll like <laughs> toss it around to make sure it doesn't fall in the water. If you don't think that's cute... <laughs> You can get right the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, hey, that was utterly horrible. Oh. Adam death joke. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, hey, hot take. Here's here's my thoughts. Here's okay, my thoughts. Good. <laughs> I feel like Al Gore would have gotten a lot further with his global warming message if he had just gone with uh, endangered otter situations rather than the polar bear. Yeah, because a polar bear can kill me. An otter can just brighten my day. He would have got the electoral vote for sure. Yeah, you mean, oh, in the election for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm talking about his giant, boring oh, that PowerPoint platform. presentation of our doom. I'm which, just... which we all went to go see at theaters because... God, what what kind of country that. are we? But which Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo Prius DiCaprio backed <laughs> up wholeheartedly. Oh, have you ever seen that speech he gave? I don't know where. Of course not. Where he goes, <laughs> the first thing he says, it's at some Hollywood luncheon for like global warming. And he goes, I drove here today in my Prius. It's like, yeah. fuck you. So did every Uber driver in Los Angeles, my you favorite, piece of shit. My favorite thing about Leonardo DiCaprio right now is watching him slowly morph into Marlon Brando. Because yeah. he pulled a, whore, a hardcore Marlon Brando at the Oscars, having the Native American lady accept his Oscar. Did he do that? I felt like there was some kind of thing that happened. Leonardo that. DiCaprio. There was did something. That? There was a rep. He oh, he gave a speech about it. In yeah. in oh. his that's what it was. He got so he he pulled a, a half Brando. So he showed up in the, the tux. half brand, the half brand Ugh. man. Did you guys see that horrible news uh, piece that came out about about him filming that movie where he actually. Oh, fuck. I'm going to fuck this whole thing up. He basically was film. What movie was it? He was filming a movie with a director and they basically disclosed that the, the poor 19 year old girl actress in the in the scene. It was a rape scene. They didn't warn her that it was going to be a rape scene. So the whole thing was not. So the rape scene was like a rape scene. Jesus. Well, I don't understand. Like, wouldn't she have read the script? Yeah. I just like, wouldn't her agent have been like, hey, I'm sending you on this casting Hold on. Call. Let me just Google Leonardo DiCaprio, Marlon Brando rape scene. I hope they just that sent her a version like- where it just said fancy petting. <laughs> I hope this is her muscle relaxers talking. No, I was really hoping that this Caitlin post accident Caitlin would speak in Gaelic. Yeah, we were hoping... That I would come back with some kind of an accident? Yeah, because that happens. Last Tango in Paris. That's right. It's that movie. There's a there's a rape scene in the movie that Marlon Brando is 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 in, and it just got revealed that the actress didn't know that they were going to do this. And it, so her her terror is is captured there on, on screen. That. Or did you want me to say, oh, everybody, listen, gather around. <laughs> Let me tell you a tall tale about a rape scene invol- involving Marlon Brando and an innocent young 19-year-old actress. Is that better? If that's yes. the new Caitlin, then yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I feel can't like, top that. Yeah, I don't know if I can go back to the old Caitlin after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm hearing you want the whole episode to be like this, do you? There's yes. somebody who's Irish that hates me right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of Ireland, probably. Can we talk real quick before we get into serial killing about the elevator ride up? It was awkward. We we got in the elevator on floor one in my mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah. Uh, we got, went up to floor two, well, and another couple joined us. That there was a weed smell that we hadn't noticed on the way out of the elevator that we noticed on the way back into the elevator, which prompted us prompted me to speak about drugs. <laughs> and then I was like, Caitlin... You have must relaxers now, which I used to take recreationally on some of our podcasts. By the way, I remember a time at that point. The Elevator couple, doors open. Bing. Yep. A couple gets in. And I was like, remember that time you drove on Ambien, Adam? I feel like that's worse than if you're drunk driving and you go, but it's during the day. What was I going to fall asleep? And I was like, no, that's what that drug does meanwhile these two people are facing i i tweeted this they're facing the elevator door and there's there's i've never seen two people who were 
I would assume romantically connected. Yeah. So close to an elevator door in my life. There was and, right. and, and Adam's elevators here are roomy as hell. They're, they're, yeah, they are very spacious. Yeah. I mean, you could you could I could have rented that in college and been fine with it as a room. Honestly, it was bigger than a dorm room in college. Yeah. And these people were so far up against the elevator door <laughs> that I not speaking to each other, clutching whatever food they had in their hands. They were so afraid. And then it turned out we all, we live on the same floor. <laughs> yes, they we all going, go. They were going to the exact same floor as us. Getting to know your neighbors. Yeah. Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. Yeah, it was We'll great. be waiting for you. Yep. I feel like I'd be Chrissy Snow. Where the ambient is hers and hers <laughs> and his. Yeah, I don't know any of my neighbors. Why would you? You know two of them. You don't need to know your neighbors. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> Fucking neighbors. It's exhausting people. The worst. Neighbors. When you're renting, you don't need to know your neighbors. No, absolutely. I mean, if not. you were a single girl living all by yourself, then it's like you better fucking know who's around, but you'll be fine. So, no, I especially don't want to know them because I don't want them to know my background. I don't want them to know who's coming in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I dated uh, my next door neighbor briefly. That was a mistake. Yeah. Well, for but- many reasons. <laughs> It's a good story, though. It is a funny story. That's a whole other but podcast, kids. Had been here. <laughs> it was at a former apartment. And uh, anyway, he had been married, had a kid, and then he's divorced. But he still lives there. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know. You didn't have boyfriends, it seemed. But you had guys coming in and out. And I was like, yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So one time, I remember we went out to the bars, and then I left because I lived on uh, a street where there were a lot of bars. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back uh, to my house and go, you know, to bed or, you know, watch forensic files or what have you. Of course. And then apparently he was knocking on my door and I didn't hear him over Peter Thomas's voice. So he pounded on our <laughs> Rest ad- in peace. adjoining wall. And I was like, wow, when you think about when you're a little kid and like, yeah. wow, I can't wait to grow up and, you know, get married and have a family. And here I am turning 40. Yeah. And my next door neighbor is pounding on our adjoining wall for sex. I let him in. Yeah, of course. What yeah. you do? Welcome to Pretty Scary. If you hear someone knocking on your wall tonight, it's <laughs> Carrie's neighbor and he wants to fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is part two of last week's episode. The Murder m- Olympics part two. Murder Bible. Olympics. I'm Let's taking notes. Bum. I like that Carrie's taking notes on things that we have already <laughs> talked about. And now we have yeah. notes. He has notes written out, but yeah. I'm writing notes on my notes about yeah. what I want to vote for in the Murder Olympics. Much like the Olympics, the uh, the, the prime topics for, for this episode are going to be the, the two countries that people really want to hear about. America. And Russia. Mm-hmm. I don't know a, a Russian song. Which I Rocky can't was even... that? Uh, I four? believe it was Four. four. I Rocky feel strongly four. that it's four. What's right? Five four. What's right? My favorite Rocky movie, by the way. It's it a, good a good one. one. They're all yeah. good. Yeah, they're all good. They they really are all good. They're all well. There was that one where he was like fighting in the street, which was stupid. So our next serial killer is uh, Brigitte Nielsen, uh, who dated <laughs> Flavor Flav briefly until he was murdered. Of course. Until he was murdered by her, as in everyone a, knows, a uh, Colombian necktie. Oh, good. We're tying it all back, sort of. It's good. And then uh, Sylvester Stallone dropped a dime on Ooh. her, and she was caught. Oh, that's my Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and then she dropped the soap in prison. <laughs> because somebody dropped a dime on her. Right. And that's how it works. It's all coming together. White people. <laughs> that's a good... Not knowing prison. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Excuse me, prison people. <laughs> you have any vocabs? If I vocab for my podcast, <laughs> hi. <laughs> you all match. That's so cute. So. <laughs> Orange is so fall. Did you all plan that? That's a great color for you. Now I'm standing by the door like that couple. <laughs> what is happening? All right. Mother Russia. Mother Russia comes in at number six on the mm. list. Russia at number six. Number six. Andre, Andre Chikatilo. Chikatilo. Now, Chikatilo, you and I know. Yeah. What was that? ABBA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a Black Mirror episode about oh, that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, since you got hurt. Oh, this right. guy's interesting. All right. Yeah, for one thing, he's got the best nickname. The Hands r- down. The Red Ripper. The Red Ripper. Yeah. Hello, my name Red Ripper. I here to rip you. Your Russian and German accents are very similar. Duh. A theater scene. And this guy confessed to 56 murders. Confessed. Rape, murder, and mutilation of 56 women and children. A sampler platter, if you will. Yeah, yeah, he likes it all. He's a TGI Fridays. And he did this between 1978 and 1990. And this guy has uh, such an interesting... When I, when we were researching this, I tried to look into like the childhoods of these people and see what kind of things might have happened. This guy, uh, at the time he was born in Ukraine, they were in the grips of a really bad famine. Mm-hmm. And his mother, they've never really figured out if this was true or not. because who We're, can... we're going to go with true for this podcast. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably true. He had an older brother who, at the age of four, was kidnapped and eaten by their neighbors. Because it was a famine. That's what you do. You eat the f- neighbor's four-year-old. I'm just okay. coming back to these guys are the root of all of these weird fucking fairy tales. This oh, is yeah. like this is like some like you know bluebeard shit. This e- is scary. Everyone says that everything tastes like chicken. Like, well, do you think people taste like chicken? Babies taste the best. <laughs> That's from Snowpiercer. Everyone knows babies yep. taste the best. It's veal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what if like the, the uh, four-year-old? It would be a toddler. That'd be like a wiry. I don't yeah. think so. I feel like there's a window of 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 what you really want to go yeah, for with they're people. They're really juicy. Yeah, it's either babies. veal or babies aged. or yeah, or like like a nice dried some, beef kind of you scenario. Want some marbling on it. Yeah, marbling is important, mm-hmm. especially when you're cooking up human. Yeah, and by the way, from what I hear, it does not smell good. Yeah, I imagine human it fat does not apparently smell good when it burns. Mm, probably not. I took two semesters on the Holocaust and know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They burned human fat. Those showers. To, they, they'll yeah. get you. Yeah, misnomer there. Yeah. You. Anywho. Oh, um, back to the show. So, yeah, his father, uh, he was born into this intense famine, and then World War II happens, and his father gets drafted. So he and his mom end up moving to a hut because, you know, they had huts in Russia at the time. Even though it's very cold. Like yeah, yeah, that's the, could that's that the point. Been? Yeah, that's not. Yeah. And they shared a bed, and he was a chronic bedwetter. So oh, she God. would routinely berate him and beat him for wetting the bed. Yeah. I wrote BW next to his number. And yeah. then at some point, his mother gets pregnant again, but it was while the father was off at war. Oh, no. So the speculation is that no. she was raped by a German soldier. And mm. with them sharing a bed at the time, there's no. a good chance he was there when it happened. 
But and it's not like you can just go hide in the other room of your hut. No, it's a, a hut is a studio apartment. You can hide with under the bed holes, but that might not be safe either. Depending well, on the springs, I'm feeling like this is probably a straw but bed scenario. I, also, yeah. When I was reading this, I was thinking, what if he was a father? That's the other thing I thought about. Is I mean, because yeah, that could there's be. a big there's a big dr- jump in time here, and if we're dealing with chronic bedwetting, I don't know. I mean. Look, with what he turns out to be, he either watched his mom get raped or he did his mom. Either way, you end up the same guy, in my opinion. Or he raped his mom. Or his mom raped him. It's a horrible combo. Yeah, also possible. Yeah, it could be anything. Did you watch Pervert Park? Yes. Yes. Netflix. And you saw that lady who had sex with her eight-year-old son. Yes. So Because her father had sex with her while she was growing up. You haven't watched Pervert Park? No, somehow I missed Pervert Park. And guess it's a where documentary it is. On guess Netflix. where it it's is. Great. It's on Netflix. Okay, we can watch it for our show too. Guess where want. it is. Guess where Pervert Park is. Florida. Yep. Florida. Florida. Crazy ass Florida. Yeah, Pervert Park. That's it. Yeah, that woman. Jeez. Just like when you see her in the opening scenes, I'm like, what did she do? Like, why yeah. is she there? She did some shit. That was a, actually a really interesting documentary, and I thought. It was interesting. The Carpenter guy, if anyone has, has not seen Pervert Park, it really was an interesting documentary. That name is, sounds like something but they made the up Carpenter, on South Park. Who, but, yeah. who was kind of, I guess, the guy, the main guy in it. Um, I noticed that he had alcohol. Like I would think at Pervert Park you couldn't drink. Yeah, you would think. It but sounds like he a had like vodka over his uh, fridge. And there's one time where he made himself a steak and he had a glass of wine and he was telling a story. I guess. I just thought that. Anyway, of course, I keyed in on the I alcohol. like how in your mind you're like there wouldn't be alcohol at pervert park yeah what a just, setup. Just, you just have interesting security mechanisms in there because I, I mean it sounds what like anything reality goes, show is this I, is he gonna make meet Lo and Adriana at area in LA yeah what's uh, her name Amarosa that, that was a Hills Amarosa anybody watch the Hills no but you're fine so it's outdated Andre, so okay so he may there was either molestation a witness of a rape or mo- a lot of other some some rape happened there's a rape right. going down or she just cheated i mean she could have just had a lover yeah maybe okay but so where are we going with this adam take us on this journey well um at the age of 17 the the girl the, the child that his mother became pregnant with was a girl so he had a little sister uh, yeah and at the age of 17 he jumped on a friend of his sister an 11 year old girl and he ejaculated while she was struggling to get away. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh, indeed. <laughs> because that became his life. Like, he would attack women, and he had to do more and more to make that attack something that made him come. I like Captain America's origin story much more than his. Yes, definitely. I'm just putting it out so- there. When you have a history of abusing children, sure. what profession should you go into? You should definitely become a teacher. Yep, and he did. And that's mm-hmm. what he did. And he committed his next assault on a student. Yeah, well, oh, of course. During gym class, he well. swam towards her in a pool. As she was 15, and he fondled her genitals and breasts. And then guess what happened while she was struggling to get away? He ejaculated. He ejaculated again. 
Whee! Back in Chillicothe, there was a guy who owned the basket <laughs> in my Go on. hometown. Who owned uh, the Baskin Robbins franchise there. And he was maybe in his 50s. I would say handsome, but he was a community fixture and would often be seen hanging around swimming pools. And then it came out later that he was giving swimming lessons and molesting these children God. in the swimming pool. And then they boarded up the Baskin Robbins and somebody spray painted on it, gone swimming. Clever. Man, that's dark. That yep, is very I'm dark. Just, I'm just here with the hometown dark stories. That's me. That is super dark. Yep. So he assaults this girl at school. Then he, a few weeks later, assaults another student that he locked in his classroom. And he didn't get disciplined for any of this. That doesn't surprise me at all. It was reported. Not only was this reported, but also other teachers yeah. reported him several times for fondling himself while they were present. He finally is forced to resign, and he just goes and gets another job at another school, which is also exactly how the Catholic sex, Catholic church sex scandal happened. See, when you, you guys were priming that, what profession should you go into? My first thought was like, well, to be the most protected, you become a priest. Yeah, yeah, that, They'll just move teacher, you Teacher, priest. Priest, teacher. You I mean, think? The, oh yeah, the Vatican will move you into a different continent. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll just they'll they'll literally hide you. I feel like you get fired as a teacher and then you become a priest. I feel that's like- how the Catholic Church sex scandal happened. They just kept moving these pedophiles around hey, to different dioceses. That's an episode. That's also yeah. job security if you yeah. think about it. Like it's an unfireable job. Yeah, well, kind of. Except for the fires of hell and the part where you eventually go to prison for diddling kids. Not really though. A lot of them don't. Yeah, most of them don't. And this guy didn't either. Cool. He kept on assaulting students. And he finally got fired from teaching and just had too many sex scandals on his record to to go back into it. So he takes a factory job that, uh-oh, again, forces him to travel all throughout Russia. And guess what he did when he was traveling throughout Russia? Needlepoint. He killed some women. I was so close. You were so close. Did you hear how close I was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet he did it through Needlepoint. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a weird collection of throw blankets at his house. Um, He killed them with his needle. So he finally... (laughs) So so he... It was like... uh, Hut, mom's pregnant, questionably... I'm going to protect my sister. Oh, that feels good. Okay, now I'm going to molest kids. Now I'm going to molest more kids. Oh, shit, I'm fired. Now I'm a traveling molester. Now I'm free to murder is basically what we just dealt with. You forgot that right. better. Oh, well, my bad. He was a bedwetter. <laughs> All bedwetters are murderers. Yeah, absolutely. Some do become them. Yeah. If there's a Venn diagram, there's probably a very strong overlap. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Possibly. Mm-hmm. And now he murdered his first victim, a nine-year-old girl, in 1978. And when he stabbed her, guess what happened? Ejaculation. He ejaculated. And from then on, he was literally only able to ejaculate when he was stabbing someone. They say, though, that stabbing is a very sexual uh, thing for killers. It's super phallic, yeah. Exactly. It's Yeah. You know how sex works? No. So when he put your, well, what do you mean when a phallic? guy puts uh-huh. his penis into a girl's vagina, it's kind of like a stabbing motion. So when you physically stab somebody with a knife, it's the same. 
Are you oh, are you okay. still? You're, you're, okay, no, so I got it now. Okay, Thank got you. It. When yeah, a guy no hates a woman very much, <laughs> yes, and she keeps saying no, just like rabbits. Just uh, like it. Okay. Well. Um, okay. So from then on, he's only able to reach his high holy place when yeah, stabbing but, people. But th- there's another uh, yeah. uh, fun twist to this. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And this, uh, sh- strangely enough, comes up in both of the big Russian serial killers. But the police, after this nine-year-old girl was murdered, they fixated on one guy as the suspect. And that, m- yeah. that man was named Alexander Kravchenko, who was eventually fucking executed for the murder and the way the police convicted him is they threatened his wife yeah. and said, we will charge you as an accomplice in the murder of this nine year old girl. If you don't testify against your husband. So she testifies against her husband and he goes to prison and gets executed. But it was this, it was our serial killer hero, Andre is it Chitilenko? Chica, Chica, Chica you and I know, <laughs> So that murder was actually the work of Chikatilo, but the police executed Alexander Kravchenko for it. And after that happened... I wonder if Alexander Kravchenko was like a hated member of the community. Because <laughs> that, in my vast experience... They, like why did they pick him? Yeah, I mean I mean I'm thinking immediately right. of making a murderer or something like that. It's like why why go as far as to to tell his wife like look you're you're going to testify and say yeah. that he did it. That I'm just curious about that because I think he had been convicted of other like sex type crimes before. So he might have deserved it anyway. Yeah, that could be. You know what? Let's just rest our laurels on that. I feel good about that and move on. I mean, let's yeah. just hope that maybe it you know, he he was getting it for some other thing. Yeah, in yeah. theory. But I am going to look that up because I find that fascinating. So he was finally caught when he was questioned by an undercover cop minutes after committing his last murder. Minutes. Police were getting nowhere when questioning him. At some point, a psychologist who had written a 65-page psychological profile of the person he thought was responsible for the crimes asked if he could help. <laughs> he just read the psychological profile to Chikatilo, Chikatilo. verbatim. Within two hours, Chikatilo burst into tears and confessed, that's so fucking incredible. I need this movie now. Those are my notes, yes. Yes, Adam Todd. <laughs> I need this mo- Like, I need to see that interrogation where the psychologist, the psychologist just is just reading his psychological profile. Like, hey, this is you. I'm going to read all 65 pages. And the guy bursts into tears. I think most murderers are narcissists. Like, you know, they, they want to relive their crimes. They want to hear about their crimes. They want to confess to their crimes. But for them to break down in tears, well, I mean, that's most like, don't show remorse or emotion. That's like the whole fulcrum that, like, Hamlet's based on. You know, the play within a play kind know. of a thing. Yeah. No, no, no. I've honestly, I mean, no, I'm sure it's true. I, I don't know. Without, the, the without I, on MTV. Well, it's the idea <laughs> that, yeah, it's on, I'm, sure, I'm sure they've done. They did Skins Car- is a remake. I, I know they did Carmen. Remember that with Beyonce? Of course. Long Sorry, I was drinking wine. A long yes, time ago, course. yeah. Which one? But, um, but I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I bet they would get very far using that over and over again. You know, I mean, when you're confronted with like that kind of like uncanny descriptive of who you are, yeah, that's going to crack you. That's why church works. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, this guy killed someone 
and maybe you killed someone. Yes, me. You know, <laughs> this guy, you know, thou shalt not cover some covet someone else's wife. And I'm like, oh fuck. But God you can knows. covet someone else's husband and child. Yes. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So that- yeah, that is a fascinating. I mean, that's like, and you know, it's interesting because when we get down to the American serial killer, don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. There's an interesting parallel to that story that I'll bring up. Yeah. That we can get to. Yeah. We this, have we have a lot to talk about with the Yeah. This w- next American one has three nicknames, killer. Adam. This is He uh, has all of the good nicknames, by the for way. For my money, this is the most terrifying person on really? this list. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's talk about his nicknames first. Well, his name, let's his name is Anatoly Onoprienko. And he obviously is from Mexico. Just joking. He's from Russia. <laughs> and his nicknames the Beast of Ukraine and the Terminator and Citizen O. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's amazing. Russia, Russia does a serial killer nickname right. Yeah, they know what's up. I like it a lot. And this guy confessed to killing 52 people. And yeah, it's holy shit. It's why it's why, though, you know what I mean? Like, OK, so we've in our first episode, we covered people that kind of just handled a lot of of. A volume is what we call it. You know, they, right, they went through right. a lot of product. It's the way this guy. Yeah. They call him the Terminator for a reason. Yeah. And basically his MO, <sighs> he would case out an isolated house. I mean. This is Caitlin's nightmare. This is like, yeah. This is like the strangers, but one guy. He w- Yeah. He would case out an isolated house and it wasn't just that he would kill the family. No. He had a system. Yeah. He would first make a commotion to draw attention to himself, which that's the most terrifying part. Like, yeah, because it's Good Samaritan shit. Yeah. And and normally killers uh, like are are trying to hide, you know, and this guy. Yeah, there's no real he. What I think is really scary about him is that it's one thing to to invade someone's home under the kind of umbrella of the under surprise, you know, right. like, oh, we're getting yeah. you this way. The thing about this that's so in t- instead of going about using the element of surprise. Right. This guy kind of took advantage of everybody's better angels each time. Right. And it seems to me was just is like the most insidious. It's like he got right. off on building a relationship with these people before every, even if it's just a moment. Right. And what was creepy to me is he had a order in which he would mm-hmm. kill yeah. everyone, yeah. in which basically one person would have to watch. Like he would kill the father first, so the wife and kids had to watch that. Then he'd kill the, the mom, so the kids had to watch that. Then he would kill the kids. And then when he was fleeing the scene, if anyone was unlucky enough to see him fleeing, he would fucking kill them too. I kind of disagree with that as far as I don't know if he wanted them to watch the murder so much as I remember reading about the Night Stalker and he would kill the husband first because that was the biggest threat to him physically. Yeah. Yeah. It could have I'm been sure that. that's so, a part of it. Yeah. Right. So he would kill the husband and then he would rape and kill the wife and some Times the ch- child or children as well, so that could be part of it. Is just yeah, it's a strength His thing. If he killed the wife or the children first, the husband could still overpower him. So it's easiest but it, to go after. He seems him the first. most like a hunter. The the like the yeah. el- the element of distract, like trying to raise commotion. It's so scary to me. My biggest fear is to be 
because I assume if I'm somewhere in a pack of people, like there's four exactly. people here Your right now. Exactly, your whole family's there, I'm safe. Yeah, we're all here. Nothing's going to happen to us. Right. Yeah, look, it's all of us. But what if that pizza delivery man came in and like he was a murderer? Like, well, yeah, it really doesn't matter. We would all be dead. When Caitlin got here, we let a pizza guy in. He might have had a gun. Who just pulled up on the bike holding like the most movie prop looking pizza it box was like I've pizza. ever seen. <laughs> hey, pizza guy here. Can you let me in? See? Anybody here want a pizza? Oh, great. And then we let him in and he didn't even want to take the same elevator as us. He was like, no. In, and he was all handsome and fit looking. Well, like he was his definitely an assassin. Defense, yeah. he could have been a stripper because I once rented a stripper for my friend's birthday and he was a pizza delivery man. Uh-huh. Oh, so I like he, it. Yeah, so he was also fit and good looking and had kind of a pizza uniform on and a boom box on his shoulder. <laughs> and then he came As in and took his... pizza delivery guys at, always do. Yes. We got your delivery here, Kristen. And then uh, he came in and took his clothes off and then danced with us. And then we took him down to a local bar. And murdered and, him. And did shoot the roots. <laughs> what? Which is... What? Uh, it's a Harry. shot called beer and root beer schnapps. Whatever, you guys. Shoot the roots. That's Get, disgusting, Carrie. Grow up. I, I, give that a, <laughs> I gave that two thumbs up. This sounds like a fun night. Thank you. You're yeah, right, I mean, Lynn. it does sound like fun, but that shot sounds gross. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, that the pizza part, delivery man could have been a murderer or could have been a stripper. Yeah, you lost it me. literally is probably one of the only two things he could Those have been. The only, he definitely was not a pizza delivery guy. Well, he wasn't yeah. just a pizza delivery guy. Or mm. we're all in the Truman Show. Yeah. So the sad thing about this guy... Well, one of the crazy things, all of his murders happened that same way that we just mentioned, except there were four murders that happened in three separate incidents where he stopped people on a highway in Russia and just murdered everyone in the car. And he did that three separate times. He killed four people that way. And here's here's the fun part. All of that happened in one night in one fucking night. January 6th. So, you know, if it's cold here. It's really cold in Russia. Yeah, yeah. He he. So why are those people stopping? The Nazis had to stop killing when winter hit in right? Russia. <laughs> but this guy was like, he doesn't care. No, yet, yet. Because it wouldn't be Russia otherwise. Of course, an innocent man was accused of the crimes. Oh, first this is terrible. And died yeah. as a result. His nickname was Yuri Mazola, and Yuri is he related to, to Tommy Matola? No, no, that's no, not even spelled the same. Just because it rhymes doesn't mean they're related. <laughs> oh. Damn just it. Just a little And tip. in March 96, he was taken into custody on suspicion of having committed several brutal murders. Over the course of six days, he was tortured by Russian police while being interrogated. He refused to confess. He eventually died while in custody as a result of the torture. Six days of torture is a bullshit. I mean, I know POWs go through it, but like that's like some crazy torture to die. Like POWs, usually yeah. they're... Their torture sustained. It's yeah, a little bit guy, of torture at a time. It's like torture in bits, in yeah. stages. And then 17 days after he dies in custody, they find this guy and arrest him. Yep. And even then, they almost is, is am I thinking of the right one? Oh, no. No. I know what you're thinking of. It's yeah, the yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, it was the other one that we forgot to talk about that part. But yeah, this guy was apprehended 17 days later. He'd moved in with relatives and had his entire stash of weapons and the relatives found it, and they were like, hey, uh, could you get the fuck out of here? And also, we're going to call the police as soon as you leave. Just become an assassin. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, just turn it into a vocation. You got a passion for it. You know, just just let the government know. Like, hey, I'm... Preach. I'll kill people. I will kill people. Yeah. I'll make them gone. You train me how to do this your way. I'm cool with it. Just let me... 
Let me do something. And you'll note this guy didn't have any real motivations listed. But no. They think one of his goals is he just wanted to kill as many people as the guy we just talked about. And some Andre Chikatilo, who was at that point the most famous serial killer in Russian history. And they think this guy just wanted to just, kill as many people as him. Just competitive. Yeah. And he lost. What a loser. Silver a, medal for that asshole. What a loser. Silver medal and home invasion mm. for that guy. You guys, can we talk about number eight? Yeah. U-S-A. U-S-A. My favorite. I have pizza crust in my mouth right now. U-S-A. Gary Ridgeway. Better known as the Green River Killer. The only American to crack the top ten. But who are the other two honorable mentions? The only three American serial killers with more than 30 deaths to their record are Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer, John Wayne Gacy, and Ted Bundy. Well, here's the thing about Ridgway is that it's he definitely probably... He definitely probably... Definitely maybe. Definitely maybe. Great Oasis album. It's also a Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. He, kill- he definitely killed more than 90 women. He just confessed to them, if right, that makes right. sense. I mean, he even alluded anyway let go ahead and and kind of tell us the tale of of ridgeway if you will well gary ridgeway he was the green river killer that's the name that he was eventually given because he dumped a bunch of some i think his first murder i think the first body was discovered along the green river the green river yeah that's in washington you're right there and the victims were almost exclusively prostitutes Mm -hmm. from the seattle area yeah, which, by the way, our ranking that we're dealing with might be a little bit off because we aren't done dealing with the Grim Sleeper yet. Because they, oh, they yeah. don't know for sure how many women he killed. Yeah, that, that guy, that's they a think, crazy They story. think it's upwards of 130. Yeah, I could see that. Because yeah. they didn't... I feel like America's so loosey-goosey with their numbers, though. <laughs> like, there's probably, I feel like we should have more top killers. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This actually, I'm glad that you said this because this is the thing that I always like to think about because I'm a sick person. These are just the guys we know about. Right. This is the important thing. To, I always think about this day. I was I was working in an office and it was this the day I've told the story before on our podcast, but it was the day that the three women in Ohio escaped from that house. And this girl, I called her the evil pregnant woman. She was pregnant twice while I worked there, and she was like always rubbing her pregnant belly, and it made me nauseous. But um, gross, she was awful. Gross. I bet she uh, didn't use shea butter like she should have. She just always smelled like onions. So she, uh, she said to me because I was like I was reading online. I was like, oh my god, you know, obviously I was like freaking out over the story. And she said, gosh, I can't believe you know that happened. I said, yeah, it's terrible. And we got in this conversation about how only like a couple years earlier, J.C. Duggard had escaped. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, I don't know why all these stories are starting to crop up. And I looked at her and I said, these women, you're talking about women that have been in prison for over 10 years. All of these women were stuck for over 10 years. And she said, yeah, I know. But like, it's just weird that this is all happening. I said, do you think that this, that it's not happening now? You think those were the only two people doing this right now? That these are the only guys that got caught. Right. Exactly. And and you can say that for, I would venture to bet that there's probably a, a handful of people that should be on this list that have lived and died that we we've never even heard of. Oh yeah, for sure. It just depends on on how the reason why these guys are easily traced, I guess, is technically because of their patterns. But right. who's to say we can't say that every serial killer has a pattern because we just haven't met a serial killer that doesn't have a pattern. 
Like, yeah, maybe some, you can't prove some a serial killer's pattern could be mixing it up. Just like killing people. Yeah. And then when you talk about something like the Green River Killer or the Grim Sleeper, when you're dealing with prostitutes or children, like in, in our Colombian conversations that we had in our last episode, right? the numbers fluctuate because these are, are people that are off the grid, for lack of a better term, and undervalued. So if you're a kid that doesn't have parents looking out for you, then nobody knows you go missing, you've gone missing. And if you ran away from home at 15 because you're addicted to meth and you become a prostitute, no one knows where you are anyway. Yeah. One of the chickens. One of the things we were going to talk about before we decided to make this just about the top 10 serial killers is I, I had done a bunch of research about the Highway of Tears murders, mm-hmm. which are in Canada. I think it's British Columbia. They're east to west. We can do a full episode highway. on it. It's a great topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, they've solved one of those murders. Yeah. And there are at least 19, but like aboriginal uh groups in the area think it's closer to 40 or 50 Mm -hmm. and the thing is they've solved one that they've tied to a serial killer in canada they've maybe tied three more to an american serial killer named bobby jack fowler who's dead now and the rest they're just like we don't know because some places are (laughs) we don't know are just dumping grounds that's that's another thing some people some places are just geographically prone to these places we we uh catherine casey Mm -hmm. um who we had on our show what was the name of her book it was about the killing fields on highway 45 yeah in in texas Texas. oh yeah and galveston i believe it was albuquerque yeah it was like buried in albuquerque yeah i feel like it was galveston yeah this one yeah this was crazy and it was like 30 murders along the highway that they're all different people basically they just know that if you dump a body here there's not you can't really go on much but go ahead and again this guy married yes yet i'm single like that's what i think is so crazy like this guy who locked down a wife well start killing prostitutes and maybe you'll get married if that's okay i'm just saying gotta roll your sleeves up carrie yeah maybe i need to try something different you gotta do the work now is it working for me there was a show on investigation discovery called married to a murderer and his wife was on it Mm mm-hmm and did you see it? Yeah. yeah. And she talked about how he would get up early in the morning to go to work. Right. Kiss her on the forehead goodbye. She'd make his lunch. She'd go to work. I mean, he, she had zero idea. When you think, like, how could you not know? Yeah. She what, thought he was what, just what, working overtime. What would have been the clues? Yeah. Well, I mean, as a married person, I can say that, you know, we work both of us work a ton. I mean, we both have side gigs and jobs. Yeah. So if, if Miles were a serial killer, you might not know. I really wouldn't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, you know, wow, you look really tired. Yeah. I Imagine, went for a run. Okay. Like, I, yeah. Like I can't even get up and exercise before work. And this guy's getting up and fucking murdering a prostitute a couple times a week. The yeah. interesting thing about him. And I, I can't remember if you put it in the notes or not. I, I know a lot about this one because I'm, I'm really fascinated by him. He had a moral bent to what he was doing. So his his thing about killing prostitutes was he wanted to kill prostitutes because he thought they were filthy and dirty. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, he actually didn't sleep with them either. They were just in his car. He would just get them in his car and, and, and kill them. And I think one of them got away, which is what tipped the police officers off to, oh, there's, there's, like, uh, there's a guy doing this rather yeah. than, well... People keep dumping prostitutes along this river. <laughs> but it also mentions that he was a necrophiliac. Yep. Yeah. Where he would return. He would go back to that. the bodies to have sex with them. And what's yeah. interesting, they had such a hard time catching this guy. They brought Ted Bundy in. Yeah. 
as like a murder consultant. Another favorite aspect of this story. I mean, right. that is a cr- you want to talk about a movie that you want to see. And Ted Bundy's the one who was like, "Hey, this guy's probably going back and having sex with the dead bodies." And he was right. Yeah, it's like catch me if you can, but a lot creepier. Yeah, yeah. Another part of the notes that I thought was interesting. He would contaminate the dump sites with yes. gum, cigarettes, and written material from other people to throw off the investigators. That's brilliant. Yeah. And that had to be in the infancy of DNA. It was so in the beginning. So how would he He's have... He's a smart person. He that's knew. That's most serial killers are. Most because of them back, have smart to genius IQs. Yeah. Like back then they could test like blood type and shit like that, but not really. But yeah, it was but, DNA but that we're, eventually but brought we're him progressive. down. But He's we're, a progressive serial killer. Also, like side note, we're going back to a lot of that DNA work that was done back then. And there are a lot of people that were put in prison that should not have been put in prison because yeah. we, we didn't know what we were doing. The thing that's really interesting about him in connection to what we were talking about with the Russian guy, what was the Russian guy who had the the the, the psychiatrist give him his 65? And- Chitilenko. And a- Chitilenko. Chik- yeah. Chikatilo. Chikatilo. Oh, my right. favorite guy. Chikatilo. Yeah, I just every Russian name ends in Anko to me. Sorry. So what's really interesting about Gary Ridgway is that, so that there's a lead investigator on his case from beginning to end right? who never got over this case. And the reason why he never got over it, there's a really interesting radio lab episode about evil that talks about this specific instance. He was, he, he basically interrogated Gary Ridgway for years. He was the one that convinced him to go down to the river to help him find the bodies and all this stuff. And finally, after all the years of talking to him, he just looks at him and says like, why, why did you do all of this? Hoping that Gary would have an answer. And Gary just said, I just, that's just what I do. And it broke this man so heavily that the son of the lead investigator wrote a great graphic novel. I think it's called The Green River Killer. And it's about the perspective of his father investigating this. This You'd love it. It's so good. Yeah. That's um, just what I do. I kill <laughs> yeah, bitches. Well, and think about that. I mean, like, that's... I think a normal rational mind likes to romance like, Oh, here's the real reason. I mean, we do it with superheroes. I I made a joke about it in the last episode, you know, like, okay, there's, you know, there's a reason why we do these things, but this is why I think these people shouldn't be killed. They should be studied because this is, there's a neurological thing going on that makes them do this. And you look at him, he just looks like a normal, that's the horror. Honestly, that's like the somebody fucking who would work, part. do a nine to five. He did take one of the more terrifying mugshot photos. There's one of him where he's like squinting and it's like, Ew. But, I feel like he was a squinter anyway. Yeah, he, but for the most part, he just he kind of looked like a mouse. Like he had yeah. like a. I mean, I I have a theory about disenfranchised angry white males that seems to hold pretty strong to this list. <laughs> yeah. You know what? How did Dahmer not make make this list? He didn't kill that he many. Didn't kill people. that many it was people. Thirty, like right? But yeah. I no, like no it wasn't even that many. It was I like only... his were so. Crap I thought it was like twelve. Yeah. It was well, the like thing 12. about Dahmer, the thing about Dahmer that's really scary was. I mean, aside from the fact that he kept body parts in the house and he was kind of a cannibal, was that he also kind tricked of. some of his neighbors into possibly eating some of his victim as well. As well, so there was an elderly woman in his neighbor in his in his building that he uh, he would bring lunch to and shit like that. Yeah, don't do that, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I think what's sad about the Jeffrey Dahmer case is that one of his victims almost got away. Yeah, I know. And then the police were like, "Ah, they're just lovers quarreling." Oh, Go back true. with him, young man. Well, and yeah. you know how he died? I thought that he got kind of like bum rushed or like ambushed or whatever in dropped prison. Dropped a soap. Dropped a dime. And <laughs> so him, apparently, him and this other, uh, you know, convicted murderer were teasing this African-American yeah. gentleman who was also in there. It's and, a great story. Yeah. The guy, uh, 
the guy they were making fun of ended up killing both of them at the same time. They don't talk about the other guy that he killed and the guard just like turned his back yeah. and basically let it happen. It's a great story. The guard yeah. was like, for okay. Vengeance. Yep. Just like in Colombia where they yeah. let that guy kill 71 people while he was in prison. He's doing he's little doing sucker the, fish. God's work. Doing their work for him. Love that. But actually, you know, on that note, in relation to the Grim Sleeper and this as well, I mean, there's there's this whole conversation about law enforcement's attitude towards murdered prostitutes. And it's the same kind of thing where it's like, well, the enemy of my enemy kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. And this there's a lot of speculation of under with this one as well, that the police were kind of like, well, it's just dead prostitutes. Right. So we're not going to try to spend the time to connect all of these stories together. Just interesting and awful. Pretty depressing. He took and passed the polygraph in 1984, but quality control standards that were implemented later revealed that he had actually failed. I hate the polygraph test. Yeah, you've yeah. talked about that before. I hate it. It's I don't, stupid. They don't stand up in court. It's correct? like a mood ring. No, not anymore. They it is a mood ring. They don't you're do it anymore. 100% correct. If, if it has to, coming back to my brain thing, like if you're a serial killer because your brain's fucked, right? Then your defense mechanisms are not going to fire off the same way in your body the way a normal person's would if you're lying, right? So why would a why would a polygraph test work for a serial killer? It just it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't work. You're right. I mean, I got rear-ended two you know two weeks ago, and I was a mess. I was like shaking and all sorts of stuff. But if that doesn't scare you, you're you know if you're Jack Reacher, then you're good. That's my point. If you're sure. wired for that shit. Jack reach around. Jack. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, we tell. All right, number nine. We yeah. tell jokes that here. That's great. Well, should we actually, should we just bump number 10 off the list quick? Because there's not, yeah. there's so little information. It says Wang Chung, I guess. His name is Wang. Wang Chung tonight. Wang Kang. Nicknames. N A. No nicknames. Come on, China. That, yeah, there's almost. Oh, you wrote that too. I said that's funny. <laughs> there's almost no information available about this guy, but his. Can we just say though? Mo was kind of the same. He would do home invasions and then except blah blah blah. He did. He had post mortem sex with any young girls that might have been present. I mean, that he killed. Which some of them did anyway. So that's nothing new. I mean, yeah. talking about serial killers moving anonymous, anonymously in and out of a population, what we can say about China, considering they're not allowed to go on the internet, right. the fact that we know about one dude that's killed 45 people, there's like a ton of these Wang King people wandering around. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's, that's for sure. It's not the Shire over there. They, that is not a good place to live. <laughs> no, no. But if they kill girls because... They're only supposed to have one child, and it's supposed to be a guy. Isn't China as a whole? Yeah, no, they're having a, a murder. A murder? Well, they have a two-child policy now. It's oh. not one child. Well, but they are having a really, they're having a tipping point crisis right now. I mean, that's a whole other, me being a nerd. Yeah, well, there's podcast, not there's not enough men. There, there, there in, aren't enough, there aren't enough women. Or yeah, there aren't enough women. There's way too many men in China because of the one-child policy. It favors boys. That's where I'd move next. I would ship you off there for your own good. Yeah, I agree. It's illegal but. to have the gender of your baby tested before it's born. Yep, but also... Because, that's weird. But because also, they still, even though they have that two-child policy, they still way favor boys, so they'll just abort side girls. Side note, also, to be right, a woman... Right, so isn't China, like, as a whole, as a continent? Yeah, it's not... The number 10 It's, it's a little bit of a murder factory on, in some ways. I mean, we, we do our part in, in, China, in, in less... We're more subversive about it here in America, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, a side note, not fun to be a woman in China. 
I mean, right. can you imagine how scary that would be if, can you imagine if you're like 10 to one, right? All the time, not just in corporate environments, just everywhere. And all these dudes are horny, like really, really horny. That's so scary. That would be like I'd, living in India. I'd, I'd be, be like, like living in prison. Don't want to drop a soap in China. <laughs> not at all. Or a dime. That was funny. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. Bring it around. Those are my favorite jokes when people just look at you and go, that was funny. <laughs> if there's no laughing. They're just like, that was good. Sometimes that's, I laugh internally. Sometimes, sometimes things are so funny that I don't laugh. I'm just like, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm like, jealous good. slash proud to yeah. be in there I for agree. the moment. Yeah. Sometimes that's like when I watch a Christopher I guest like movie, like a dance mom sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> Carrie's my dance mom. It's mm. the truth. She's always cheering me on. That's cute. We are fun. So Wang Kiang, if anyone Whatever. knows this guy or has information on him, please let us know. Because there was just one of the articles I found was literally in Chinese. And <laughs> I ran it through old Google Translate. And that almost made it harder to read. I think that I don't think China wants the world to know about its serial killers. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Could be. I, I don't I, I mean, they don't even they're like one step above North Korea. Like yeah. one bound. They're, they're tight with information. Okay, so yeah. who's the one above him? Here's, so he's number, our last one. This is number nine, also from Russia. His yeah. name's Alexander Pechushkin. I like his names. He's got he's got a great name. He's got great nicknames. Yeah. The Chessboard Killer. Amazing. And the Bitsa Park Maniac. Maniac's such a great word. Yeah. Isn't that a great word? Maniac. He's a maniac. Yeah. And he gets that name he's because... Uh, he did a lot of his killings just in one fucking park, which is impressive when you consider he murdered, he claims it's more than 60, but he's in one park. Yeah. But he's been charged with yeah. 48 murders. And this is, I think Carrie referenced this at the end of the last episode. He was initially described as a very sociable child, but that changed. He had an incident where he fell backwards off of a swing and then was struck in the forehead by the swing when it came back. This is before the rubber swings in. Right. Yeah. This is but more even like then, a, the edge of the, swings, the so edge of those like rubber razors. swings are really hard. You swing on the Russian steel. And like those dolls that are inside of dolls or inside of dolls. The hatch and, yeah. And dolls. doctors speculate that this damaged his, uh, is it frontal? Prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal cortex. And when injuries like that happen, they... Uh, it impairs your impulse control and yeah. it makes you more aggressive. And sure, that's why they, yeah, a lobotomy fucks with your prefrontal cortex. Yeah, yeah. So, and sure enough, after this accident, this kid got really unruly and was acting up in school regularly. And he eventually, because <sighs> this, this kids, is the video camera guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Kids okay. are the fucking worst. So because he had yeah. this head injury, he was regularly called retard. Yeah. And just viciously made fun of. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. And this poor kid, he's finally his grandparents, oh. uh, like, recognize that he, despite all his faults, is very smart. And they kind of take him in. They start getting him doing more intellectual things, reading more. And his grandfather also starts taking him to Bits of Park to play chess. And this kid was... Just a dominant chess player. Russian Bobby Fischer. Yep. <laughs> but throughout all of this, he's still getting teased mercilessly yeah. by kids, which isn't doing anything for his demeanor. And then in his teens, his grandfather dies. 
So his grandfather, who is basically his only fucking friend in the world. Which is when your grandfather dies, for the most part. Yeah, but if he's all you got, you're at least... In ex- Russia? You're at least expecting him to hold on until you go to whatever me, yeah. Russia calls college or something. But... Chess college. Yeah. Chess college. <laughs> <laughs> My pawn. Uh, yeah. So he's... That's... that's that's not good for him, but it doesn't really excuse what happens next, Adam. No, it absolutely does not excuse what happens. Well, what, yeah, what happens next kind of makes a little more sense. It makes just, sense, yes. Just based on how relentlessly he was teased, he developed a really creepy habit where he would just go out into the community with a video camera and film himself threatening children. There's a video that apparently was made public. I don't know why I didn't Google it for this, but there's video that was made public after all of the news of these murders came out where he's holding a child who's like five or six or something by the leg and telling him, I'm going to drop you 15 stories to your death. My question is, how are chess players that strong? What? Why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be? He could. Well, the I mean, chess I don't pieces know any, are like, like he could all. But yeah. the, let's I don't not know like that's like all. Really he could also like. Chess I don't know players. any bodybuilder slash chess players either. Carrie, I'll Thank say you, that. Thank you, Caitlin. That's what I'm saying. Kids are I light. imagined him. Still, I imagine him. I don't know if I could hold what a if, child. What if we just do this? Let, he's a the, man. The real reason well, why. The real reason why a chess player. We need to find this video is much like my otter argument earlier. In the last episode, yeah, I think that this would be a far more effective anti-bullying campaign. Instead of you might be hurting somebody's feelings, we just tell kids you might be creating the next serial killer. Yeah, the next chess play killer or whatever. Yeah, right? You going to try to find it? I sure. Oh. Oh, no. Chess. No, that can't be it. It's 48 minutes long. No, I think those are just documentaries. Is that it? What's the three-minute one? No, that's him in prison, and that's insanely loud. That's so scary looking. Yeah. Even just that is scary. Did someone smuggle a fucking... I'd rather be in a Russian prison, though, I think, than a hut in Russia. I've I've never heard good things about Russian prisons. (laughs) No. I've never heard anything good about a Russian hut. Yeah. I I don't think many people made it out of those Russian huts, I'll be honest. I don't think very many people made it out of Can Russia. Can you imagine it's like a famine and you're in a hut? Are you not, not like, good. we can't visit Russia, right? Or we can't fly out of Russia? <laughs> of course like there's you can something? visit Russia. We can visit Russia. You can't fly out? No, you can get there. But if you live there, you can't fly out. That's, that was I don't the know. 80s. Okay. <laughs> it was during the Cold War. Again, it was on MTV when I very first started watching. Once the and that's Soviet all Union dissolved, that all changed. Yeah, we're good. People stopped defecting. So the majority of his victims were homeless men. He'd lure them with promises oh. of vodka. He would lure drink them. with them for a bit. And then he would, after murdering them, he would get them drunk, murder them, and then he would jam a vodka bottle in their open head wound. Very Russian. That Very is, Russian. That I feel is, like it was Popov. That's probably, pretty Russian. Right? That's yeah. Russian Like out of all fuck. the vodkas, Popov. Yeah. Or or just like, like a bottle. I don't want to give like a like a good bottle of vodka. They drink like aftershave to get drunk in Russia. I wrote about it As before. They should. Yeah, really. Yeah. I used to have. Uh, I come from a long lineage of alcoholics, and I used to have uh, grandmothers who would drink perfume because there's alcohol in it. Yeah. Same. Like Scarlett O'Hara. Same idea. Just like Scarlett it O'Hara. It is what it is. 
Just like. Just like. After all, tomorrow is another day. I um. That. This guy would be the most boring movie, in my opinion, out of all of the ones that we've covered. Yeah, I guess you'd get tired of just seeing him jam that vodka bottle in his victims' yeah, heads every I time. I mean, did he get caught? Do we know? Looks like he got caught. Yeah, he did eventually get caught, and I believe he was also executed by I mean, shooting. That's a um, that's like a Home Alone style sticky bandit thing. I mean, if you're if if your calling card is to jam a vodka bottle in the head of all of your victims, that's a pretty clean head count. That is. So, do we rate these guys now or later? No, let's rate them now. This is Murder Olympics Part Two. People Murder are Olympics. getting impatient. Mm-hmm. So here's the final, the, the grand ceremony. Yeah, are we? Did you keep score, or are well, we just kind of I've got voting? Notes. So <laughs> I've got three. No, wait, one, two. Three. This is gonna be good. This is gonna go well. Five categories. Fabulous. List them. Okay, one vengeance. Okay, I've got Pedro Lopez from Colombia mm. and Pedro Rodriguez from Brazil for vengeance. Uh, Pedro Lopez was uh, getting raped and then avenged. Pedro Rodriguez was Killer Petey. I feel like he gets the vet. The oh, Pedro for... Filo. It's yeah. Pedro Rodriguez. Pe- Pedro Rig- yeah. So Killer yeah. Petey, he's the one that gets the gold for revenge. Okay. So yeah. Killer Petey is my favorite on this list just because he's the silver. one that I think would be least likely to slaughter my or whole the, family. The vice mayor sleep. fired his dad we're, and then he killed his dad. We're yeah. the safest with Killer Petey. Yeah. That he's the one person that we're not. In his demo. Yeah, he, that he's like the Terminator. He would probably do the podcast if we asked. He's the Terminator in Terminator 2. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sweet. Okay, for efficiency, I have Yang Zinzai from yeah. China, who is a monster killer, who did uh, six rapes per year and 16 murders per year in four years. Mm-hmm. Or Anatoly Onopriento from Russia, which mm. was the Beast of Ukraine Terminator Citizen O. For efficiency. We're just looking yeah, we're through just the looking lens. At efficiency. So those are my two. What about the Colombian guys? They both killed like 300 some. Well, is that efficient or is that quantity? I feel like you have to be efficient to pull in those kind of numbers. But if you can okay. kill more we people at add once. Them then. then if so, then we yeah. add Luis Garavito. who had the 138 murders of young boys, which is the Beast or Goofy. Uh, again, Pedro <laughs> Lopez or Camargo. Uh who was dressed in girls' dresses uh, like virgins and got killed in jail? I don't. I don't want to give him anything. I don't like the virgin guy. Okay. Yeah, that he, guy's the worst. Like he's he's off. a schmuck. Yeah, he's a real piece of. He's piece a of work. he's a shit because right. he he was married and had kids and then got the dumb lady to to be his bird his murder bird dog. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like him. It. I want to give just on all around performance and entertainment value. I want to give Pedro Filo. Yeah. The gold medal. Because that guy, he's like a vigilante. He's he like not even... In it so, to win okay. it. Overall. Executed his but dad. It, like he was already in prison. Give it a rest, pal. I, yeah. do, I do say Yang, though, from China should get the gold for efficiency. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the most note-taking I've ever done. Uh, Anatoly Anaprienko from Russia, I give the gold for commotion. Commotion. Oh, commotion medal, of course, yeah. And Alexander Pachushkin <laughs> from Russia, I am giving the gold for vodka. Ah, uh, those all seem well deserved. Russia wins, I think. I love the idea of someone getting gold for commotion. 
we are. Two bottles of wine he, in. He goes up to accept the award, just starts knocking shit <laughs> over. Like an ADHD child? Yeah, just like kicking people. <laughs> he takes the torch and like what just pushes it. Adderall? <laughs> Adderall, yeah. And like, yeah. that's his award? Guys, that Adderall. was fun. That was, that was fun. fun. <laughs> that was fun. This brings the Murder Olympics to a conclusion. Yeah, it's been a it's since, been a compelling two weeks. Since Rio wasn't the Murder Olympics we wanted it to be, this I have a strong feeling it was that. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, heard there about was. It yet. I was so mad about that whole thing. Yeah, what chaos! <sighs> All know, right, we did. We did good. Guys. We did it. We survived the Murder Olympics. Yeah, we did. Cheers if you're at home. Cheers with us. Yay, cheers. I don't cheers. have any more wine in my glass, but cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Um, Adam, do you have anything you want to plug? Fitvine. <laughs> what is it? Fitvine. We crush grapes. You crush life. Crush it. Crush it. I don't know. It's like the middle of December. I don't have shit to plug anymore. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, don't you know? be gross. What? <laughs> Adam, now hey, you're going to... Have gonna... a great Christmas with your families if you believe in that. Um, <laughs> but if you believe in murder... Uh, that... Yeah. Then there you go. And it's just another day for you. It's just a Tuesday. It's just a, when does this release? Thursday. Just another Thursday. Just you another guys. Thursday. Um, you can. I'm find sorry. We got a little bit tipsy because uh, I'm fine. Everybody Caitlin. on the cast get tipsy. What? Because Caitlin's back. Yay! Caitlin's back. back. Um, you can find us on another podcast called White Wine True Crime, and you can find us on Instagram at WWT Crime, and then on Twitter at WWT Crime, and you can find us, uh, me, just just me, Caitlin, on Twitter at Bossy Matilda, and then we're about you to You can hear. find me sleeping on my couch at um, 414 South. <laughs> no, don't do that. I mean, okay. don't do that. <laughs> sleeping on her couch at 1 p.m. in a kimono. <laughs> Fit on. <laughs> Fit vine. No, actually, that was wake up of on Ambien. your wake up on your couch in a kimono. Fit vine. <laughs> Be just like Harry. Fit vine. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Todd Brown. Follow Happy podcast holidays. at Unpops. Instagram Unpops dot podcast. Uh, pretty scary boo. Pretty scary. Pretty scary. We will really be checking into the Cecil Hotel, but not till January. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're probably going to put that off till January. We might have a fun interview coming up. Yep. Mm-hmm. We might bring a guest in on this. Oh, God bless her. Buckle up, lady. We're going to see if she can make it. Yeah, good luck. Um, thank you guys for listening to this, and we love you. Thank you for listening. We love you. Don't murder anyone. Murder. Try not to murder anyone. Do your best. Do your best. But if you're from Colombia or Russia, possibly China. All bets are Definitely up. Brazil. Murder everyone. Maybe the U.S. You'll murder somebody. Happy holidays. Goodbye, everybody. Christmas spirit. Bye. <laughs>